This is the Happen to Your Career Podcast, episode 158. I worked in the restaurant business for uh, over 12 years, you know, but then it was time to change. So then I jumped into the construction business. I really like, I like working with my hands, you know. I'm one of those guys that just wants to keep working, working with his hands. As I start getting older, I realized, you know what, I'm not going to be able to do this always, you know. So I either have to either build a crew so then I can manage them and do that or find something better to do. So about four and a half years ago, that's when I ran that idea by my wife and I told her, honey, what do you think about us starting our own social platform? And she's like, but honey, you don't even know how to send an email. Hey, HTYCers. If you've been struggling to figure out work that fits you, then join our eight day free mini course. All you have to do is text HTYC to 38470. That's HTYC to 38470 or simply visit figureitout.co. That's figureitout.co. See you there. This has happened to your career. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and then make it happen. Whether you're looking to do your own thing or find your dream job, you've come to the right place. I'm Scott Barlow. This is Scott Anthony Barlow, and you are listening to Happen to Your Career. This is the show that helps you figure out what work fits you by exploring other stories. We get to bring on experts like Bozidar, who helps people leverage their strengths to advance their careers, or people that have pretty amazing stories like Kirby Versellas, who ended up making a dream job transition not once, but twice. And these are all people that are just like you, because... They have gone from where they are to what they really want to be doing. There's people that are just like our next guest, Enrico Torres. And I got to tell you a little bit about this conversation with Enrico because when you listen, you're going to be able to continue to learn and grow your skill sets in any industry. And it's going to help you understand how you can flourish and become indispensable. Pretty cool, right? So also, we're going to talk about how stepping up your career and committing your career change is actually a huge risk or it feels like a huge risk at least, but the benefits you'll reap in the end are absolutely worth it for all of this hard work that you put in. So also we're going to, we're going to encourage you to go for it, whatever it is, take the chance. You can even start building, uh, building towards your goals today, today, because you don't want to regret not taking the chance in the end. So we've got 2017 coming up here and I am, <laughs> I'm really excited for that. And I'm excited for all the people that we're going to be able to be able to help and have an impact on. And that gets me excited for you to listen to this conversation because this is somebody who's actually in the middle of it. A lot of times we've brought on people that have, quote unquote, you know, made made the transition. But this is a little bit different. Enrico's story is a ton of fun, first of all. He's just a really, really, really super nice guy. But at the same time, he is in the midst of making a transition. And he is working his tail off to make this happen. And a lot of times people don't get to see what happens in the middle of it. And even on even on this show, um, although we've brought a few people on that are in, in the midst, um, usually it's, hey, look, we've made it. Here's after the fact looking back. So... I want you to take a listen to this. It's going to be super cool. He's he's the founder and CEO of AppendMe, which is a new social e-commerce app. And he's he's created this from the ground up to really fit 
both his life and what he what he believes he can put into the world that is valuable for other people. Very, very cool. Uh, so he's he's taken the risk on this and put a lot of his own money and hard work into into this. And he spent over two decades prior to this working as a restaurant kitchen manager, a roofer. His his work ethic and his motto is to constantly work harder to improve yourself, both your skills and your overall knowledge, to be better than the last guy in the job. And I think you're absolutely going to love it. So take a listen right here, right now to my conversation with Enrico Torres. Hey, and we are back for another week of happened to your career. I am so excited today because I've got I've got a guest where I think this is going to be really fun. Plus he's got an amazing story. I want to dive into that like always, but I want to want to welcome to the show Enrico Torres. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am absolutely fantastic. I can't complain at all. And awesome. I am having better weather than you are, so I can't complain about that. <laughs> You know, you're a, you're on the East coast, I'm on the West coast and I love that, uh, that we can have this type of conversation in the first place, but, um, I'm really interested in how do you describe what it is that you do right now? You know, if, if we, if we hadn't already had a chat before this and everything like that, and we met not on the internet <laughs> right? Uh, and right. we're, uh, you know, we are meeting in real life or whatever. And, uh, you know, ask you, what do you do? How do you describe that to people right now? Okay. Well, what I do is uh, right now I'm working in construction, uh, installing roofs here on the East Coast, and then I'm also developing my software uh, application, you know, a mobile application, which actually we're also working on the web version of the application. So I guess you can say I'm uh, multitasking right now, you know, between both worlds, the grunt work and the actual techie world. (laughs) So I love that. And that's actually to be quite honest, part of the reason why we're interested in in talking to you on the show, because you're kind of in the thick of it right now. So many of our listeners are um, contemplating career changes or in the beginning steps of making career changes. And you're you are uh, kind of in the in the thick of it. And I think that for everybody, it's kind of a lifelong journey. But um, I was really hoping to be able to uh, to dive in and have a little bit more conversation about what is going on right now. Um but even before that, I'm curious how how did you even get to here? Where did this start for you? Where did the, nope. you know the interest in in, in this? Uh, you know, how did you get into roofing in the first place? How did how did right. all this? Where did it begin? Okay, well, uh, to make it uh, you know as compact as possible here, uh, I came here in '91 from South America. So yeah. um, I started working. I was 14, so I was going to school and then working in the restaurant business. I worked in the restaurant business for uh, over 12 years, you know, but then it was time to change. So then I jumped into the construction business. So I was in my 20s, 20s, you know, mid 20s or something like that. When I jumped into construction, I started working in construction. I really like I like working with my hands. You know, I'm one of those guys that just wants to keep working, working with his hands. And then um, uh, as I start getting older, I realized, you know what, I'm not going to be able to do this always you know so i either have to either make build a crew to so then i can manage them and do that or find something better to do so about four and a half years ago um my daughter was born and i it really hit me i'm like i really need to come up with a better plan to make my life and my and the future of my kid you know better so that's when i ran the idea by my wife and i told her honey what do you think about 
us starting our own social platform. And she's like, but honey, you don't even know how to send an email. <laughs> so believe it or not, I didn't even know how to send an email. I didn't even have a smartphone. So I was kind of like, yeah, but there's Google. I guess I can try to Google. And she's like, hey, go go ahead, go, you know, try it. So I did. And, uh, and that's how pretty much it's been, you know, it's been a transition from uh, washing dishes, cooking, executive chef to, you know, starting from the ground up, cleaning shingles, and then moving to sheet metal mechanics. So now I install metal roofs. And then about four and a half years ago, now we're talking software. So I still, I'm still doing both because obviously I have to pay for my dream, you know, because it's not free. <laughs> so, Wait so I got to hold on. It's not free as it turns out. No, it's not. If anybody says it's free, they're full of baloney. <laughs> yeah, nothing is free. You got to keep, you got to hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah, nothing is free. At a minimum, it costs time. At a minimum. Exactly. And time is, you know how it is. It's, it's very valuable, especially when you have a kid. If, you know, you, yeah, you spend a lot got, of time building your dream and it's like, mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've got three little kids uh, at wow. this point. So nine through... I should know how old the last one is. He's going to turn oh, uh, he's going to turn 6. <laughs> well, they keep changing. So cool. I mean, if they stayed the same age, it'd be easier, but you know. Yeah, right. I know, right? <laughs> my wife is always like I'm like, "Honey, how old is she?" And she'd be like, "Oh my gosh." And I'm like, "I'm kidding. I'm kidding." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to think about it. I wasn't kidding for a few seconds, but now now I know. Um, right. <laughs> the, uh, I'm super curious though about a couple of things, you know, just as you're kind of talking through that piece. Yeah. What as you were, as you were thinking about this, uh, this type of, you know, social media platform and everything else and you're right. like, honey, I'll just, you know, there's Google. I'll just, you know, figure it out. Like where right. do you, where do you think that type of approach or attitude or mentality or whatever you want to call that? Where do you think that right. comes from for you? Because a lot of people wouldn't say that they would say, correct. Geez, I don't know how to do that. So why don't I find something else? I, you know, think I can learn right. easier or whatever else. Where does that come from? Oh uh, yeah. Believe me, believe me. Yeah, exactly. That's uh well for me is, is I've always been, I, I don't know. I've always been a risk taker. You know, I'm, I'm always like, okay, let's do this. Let's, let's just go for it. Like, I don't want to think about it. I just want to go for it and then figure it out as we go on, you know, as we move along. So, so I've always had that little chip inside my head of just taking chances. You know, I, I know, believe me, because when I started, I was kind of like, it was overwhelming at first. I mean, I didn't even know how to send an email for the love of God. Every time I had to do something to my accountant, <laughs> I'd be like, honey, how do you send an email? And she'd be like, okay, here. And then she would show me and I would type it. So then I'm like, so now she's like, click send, you know, which is crazy because now look at the platform I built. I mean, obviously I didn't build it. I have my team, which without my team, I wouldn't have made, you know, I tried it, but it was, it was too much and not enough time during the day to try to code. Mad respect to all the coders out there. They, they're amazing. I mean, yeah. they can truly bring your vision to reality. It's, it's, it's truly amazing. I love my guys and girls, you know, because we have both. But, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was just uh, the, the feeling of I have to do this. I know I can do this. And not only that, I have a very busy mind. I mean, like crazy busy. Like I don't sleep like normal people. Like, you know, I sleep very little. So my wife is like, this will actually keep your mind occupied because you're always you know, thinking you're always up, you're, you can't sleep. You're always trying to figure out how to fix things, how to do things. So it worked out for me. <laughs> now, you know, I'm not saying it might work for everyone, but, uh, it definitely worked out for me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So why this? 
Because I mean, from um, from your story, it sounds like, well, hey, you know, social media. Okay, let's do that. Why not? Uh, but I mean, why why this? Why was this the thing that for well, you really resonated? For me, it was it was because um, I remember trying when I first started using the computers, right? And I remember looking at a couch, and uh, I was looking at a couch on another platform, and then. Uh, I went to another platform and that couch was there. So then I didn't understand. I was like, wait a minute. How do these people know that I was looking at this couch? You know, to me, the concept was new. I didn't, I didn't use computers. I didn't know anything. So I was kind of like, shit, there's somebody spying on me. This you couch know? is following me around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it really, it really freaked me out. Well, literally, like it really genuinely freaked me out. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Why are they doing that? Like, you know, so then I was really scared, like looking and stuff. And I'm like, Hmm, what are they doing? And then I started looking in Google and then seeing more and more people concerned and stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm really concerned too. Like, how hard can it be? You know, so it was kind of like, how hard can it actually be to do it, right? So then it was kind of like, okay, you know, there's so many possibilities here. You can do so many things. This is perfect. I got to dive into this. One is not really physical work. It's more mental, you know, so... I was like, this this will be perfect. I've I've been doing physical work for a long time, so this yeah. will be a good career change for me, you know, as I get older. So so that's pretty much why, you know, it was kinda like, hey, I, I'm pretty sure I can do this in the the creative creative part of it. I, I like to think of myself as somewhat creative. <laughs> so let's talk about that for just a minute because I think that a lot of HTYCers that are listening right now, is mm-hmm. I as I talk to people and have uh, have conversations and email back and forth with a lot of the a lot of our listeners, they are creative. I don't think that all of them consider themselves to be creative. So I'm curious what you mean when you say when you see a creative, and then what you're kind of looking at that as. Right. Okay. Well, you know, creative, when, I, when I'm saying creative, I mean, of being able to build something, visualize something. And, and like what you're saying right now about people being creative, and then they don't think I, I bet you a lot of a lot of times what happens is people express their ideas, right to friends, family, people always shut you down. They're always like, Oh, no, that's not gonna work. Uh, somebody already did it and this and that they don't they don't really get it so it kind of like suppresses your creativity it's kind of like oh man i'm only supposed to do this one thing and one thing only even though you're very alive inside but you know because of all the negativity it's kind of like you can't you can't really flourish you know like i'm a peacock let me fly but you can (laughs) if you know i know that's a line from uh, mark Wahlberg and uh i love that movie with will ferrell i'm sorry i'm getting sidetracked but anyway uh, (laughs) but yeah so so you know it's kind of like uh, creativity, like I, I love being able to see something and I'm like, okay, you know what, if, if you can do it this way, if we were to move something here, there, I'm like, that would be better, but you can't do that. Like when you look at existing platforms, you can, all you can do is send suggestions and maybe they'll listen. Maybe they won't. Most of the time they don't listen. And you know, you're kind of like stuck with what they gave you. In my case, it was like, you know what? If I build it like, you know, the way I see it, like if we can move this here based on users feedback and everything, I'm like, that's even better, you know, because it's enforcing my creative part. Okay, if we do this here, we put it there. So that's that's the part that I really liked about what I'm doing 
now on top of obviously my construction. Because in construction, believe it or not, you can do the same thing. When people look at roofs, you know, we go up to the roof and we're like, we look at a crazy detail, right? Most people get scared. And I'm like, oh no, man, look, if we do it this way, if we move it to the right, how about if we put the metal here, we do this, and everybody's like, hmm, I don't know if it's gonna work. And I can see it in my head working. So then when we execute it, then all of a sudden everybody's like, wow, you were right. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. So I love, that's that's the drive, you know, that's what drives me, just being able to create something and, and um, execution, obviously. That's interesting. I, I think that most people at our cores, we enjoy some type of creation. I think how the, how it happens and the, what you enjoy about creation is different for each person and kind of, you know, personality strengths, whatever. But, but it really kind of seems that, and I don't have any like scientific evidence on this. There's probably Mm -hmm. a couple of studies I could pull up or whatever to find out, but it really seems like kind of at, at our core, we're all, if you consider creative to be just, you know, the act of creating things, whether it be like solutions or, you know, solving problems right. or the opposite side where, I don't know, we were, t- we, before we hit the record button, we were talking about, Hey, I used to own a painting business, you know, you, you've been in roofing and in, in construction and everything like that. Right. And that's something that I really enjoyed out of it too. Like I enjoyed being able to, as weird as it sounds, like I enjoyed being able to like look at a house and then you know, talk to the, talk to the homeowner and say, Oh yeah, we can do this thing over here. And that's, we're going to make it have a completely different, uh, like if we change this color and put that over here and move that. And then all, all the things like that's a creative process. Correct. Yes. So, and then the homeowner at the end is, is happy because the homeowner could yeah. not envision that, exactly. but you could, yeah. you know? So yes. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You're making me think about some stuff a little bit differently. I like it. <laughs> so what, uh, why I, I'm just curious, you know, when you made the, when you made the first transition, like you're in the restaurant industry and you decided, <laughs> Hey, look, I'm going to, I'm going to go into construction. Like what was, what was that initial prompt or how did that happen? Or was there, uh, any thought process around that or did it just sort of? No, well, there, there kind of was because I, I, I wanted to do something better. I wanted to kind of step up in, in the world and make a, you know, make a little bit more money as I was getting older. I'm like, well, restaurants are limited. They can only pay you so much. And I figured, well, look in construction, I know I work pretty hard. So I'm like, I know I can work my way up and see what happens where it takes me. You know, and, and that's pretty much how I jumped from the restaurant business to the construction business. Although it was it was hard at first because I didn't I didn't know anything about construction. I didn't know how to read the tape measure. I didn't know what the tools were called. So so it was very hard for me to get adapted at first. But in the back of my head, I was like, I know I'm going to kick, you know, serious butt here. I know I, I know I can move up. This is easy. This comes really easy to me. I, I know I can do this. The The hard part was learning the new words, you know, because obviously Spanish is my um, my main language. So it was kind of it was difficult, but I made it happen. And uh, here we are now. <laughs> it's pretty much the same transition with that. And as in, you know, with technology, although I'm doing both now, but it's pretty much the same. Yeah. So I'm I'm really interested in that. And I'm going to push you on a couple of these areas because cool. I think this can really be beneficial to uh, to a lot of our listeners, because one of the things that I hear over and over again with each of the transitions that you're talking about, and you, you kind of called it out just a second ago is that, Hey, look, what was, 
stopping you was not that you couldn't do it or anything like that. What was stopping you was just simply learning enough about it in order to make it work, if you will. Yes. Yes. And I I heard you say that you've kind of always been that way to some degree. Yes. Yes. Why do you think you've always been that way? Do you think it's a, it's a wiring type thing or do you think it's a, like the way that you were raised or do you think that along the way you picked up different experiences where you got confidence around your being able to learn different things or what is um, it? Um, I, th- I think, well, part of it is, is I've been wired differently. I mean, my father owns is he's a businessman, so he has, you know, uh, different businesses, but I think that the, the reason is. Um, what do you call that? I'm, um, um, I really like, I, I want to succeed. I want, you know, I want more than just a nine to five. I want to, I want to make a name for myself. You know, I want to, I really want to represent <laughs> that's, that's pretty much how I, I've always been like that. When I worked at the restaurant, it was wash dishes. I had to wash dishes faster than the guy before me. If I was doing uh, the cold table, I had to dress the food faster, grill everything. So that's how I kept moving up, up, up because I had to be, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, I have to be better than the last guy before me. So same, I apply the same thing in construction. You know, I, I, it was like, I have to be fast, 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 fast. Not only that, just because I wanted to make myself indispensable. One of the problems I think is a lot of people, you know, they, they, feel scared you know the being scared is genuine i mean i was i was scared but at the same time i'm like i know i can do it i i know i can do it if if you know if i commit i know i can make this happen but at the same time it's kind of like you have that in the back of your head like you say i mean i'm i'm almost 40 i'll be 40 in november so taking on a risk like this is is uh you know this career change is it's pretty crazy to do that in the mix of while i'm still doing roofing but I, I'm like, I know I can make it happen. I'm almost 40. I want something better for myself. And that's the end of it. I just, I just got to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking in the back of my head a little bit about, about this. And I, I'm actually very, very much the same way. It sounds like we have somewhat similar personalities and, um, I, <laughs> I'm thinking about I used to have my crews do like uh, painting races. Like we'd used to set them up on one wall versus another wall or something like that. And yeah, we do the same with the shingles. I'll be like, okay, you guys go over there. You go over here and let's see who gets it done the fastest. Yeah. It's like, no guys, hold on. Come on. I can do this way faster than you. But, yeah, uh, right. Exactly. Yeah. So this is, this is interesting in that, um, like how, how some of the stuff kind of manifests in, in different areas. But I, I think that, I think that you say, you know, I heard you say that you're a risk taker and, you know, yes. at 40 and everything like that, but I don't think you're actually taking that much of a risk. I'm going right. to, because here's what I mean by that. Not, uh, not meant in an insulting way or anything like that, oh, no, but, no, no. but the way that you're doing it, I think is very, very smart because you are, you didn't like sell off or ditch the roofing company or something like that and say, I am all in. Okay. Developers make this happen. Right. Uh, instead you're going about it where you're building it, um, building it, uh, more, a little, maybe a little bit more slowly, but you're keeping the income yes. coming in. You are right. not having to deal with the stress of, um, 
the stress of making everything work and having be a hundred percent all in on this and you can allow it to um, flourish over time. So I, I actually think that's really, really smart, but I would almost challenge you a little bit and say, that's, that's a smarter way and a less riskier way. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, this, this application, believe it or not, when I started this project, I thought it was going to take us six months. Okay. Uh, we started this project, um, in 2012, uh, and we were using different solutions, okay? Because at the beginning, we didn't start developing from the ground up. Yeah. It was only to about 24 months ago when I, I just got really tired of using other people's solutions and just, we were limited everywhere. And, you know, we go back to the creative part. I had so many ideas. I had so many things we wanted to do, but because of using other people's solutions, we were limited and they just came to like, you know what? That's it. We're done with them. I'm putting on my own team and we're building it from the ground up. So we started about two years ago. I thought it was going to be six months and here we are. We're still developing, you know, so it's, uh, it's definitely quite a learning curve. So what would you advise people in, in a similar situation where they want to make something happen? They want to, you know, I heard you say, uh, there's a lot that goes into it in order to make my dream happen. If they want yes. to make their dream happen and they're thinking about getting started, they're kind of at back at that place where it's like, you know, I think I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally think I could make that happen. And, and they're, they're still either thinking about it or just getting into it. What advice mm. would you give them? I, I would say, um, very to make sure they do the research because you don't want to take a risk, you know, if, if it's not really going to pan out, but you want to do your research and, and, uh, do it like take, take the chance. I mean, take a careful chance and, and slowly start building it because at the end of the day, like what you don't want is regret. That's the one thing I don't want. I don't want to be 80 years old and then think, darn it. I, I, I should have done it. I knew I could do it. I should have done it. Regret is the worst thing, you know, and if you're especially if you're in a job, like you said, 35, 30, 35, you're going through that transition. I mean, the jobs, you know, sometimes sometimes they're not as good as they could be. And it's like you have to look for another job, but you're scared. You're like, I don't know if I want to take the job. I I don't really know everything about it. You can learn. I mean, you're always going to be learning. So if that job is not making you happy, why stay in a job that is not happy that, that you're not happy every day? You know, at the end of the day, it's not just you that, that is not happy. It's your family. They, they can see that you're you're not happy. Your kids, everybody can see and you're you're weighing down. So you just got to go for it. Take take a chance. See where it goes. And, you know, I mean, you're still young. I'm still young. I'm almost 40. <laughs> I'm, I'm approaching. <laughs> You're approaching 40 <laughs> closer than closer than I would like. I, I yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. But ultimately I don't know if that matters that much. I mean, eventually, eventually the expiration will be up and everything along those lines, but I don't know. I yeah, still right. feel pretty, pretty darn young too. I'm how old am I? I don't even know. <laughs> Oh, Jeez, gosh, I can't remember. Okay, so it's not just I can't remember my kids' ages. I can't remember my own age either. <laughs> not sure what that says about me, but it's probably accurate. <laughs> uh, 
And anyhow, I, I I really appreciate you sharing a whole bunch of this, and you've got you've just got a really interesting and inspiring story, and I so appreciate you making the time. And I'm I'm curious for people that want to learn more about, and we didn't even get into it that much. It's called Append Me, right? Yes. And correct. tell us a little bit about that, and then I want you to tell us where we can find out more about you or more about uh, more about your platform. Okay. Yes, append me right now. We have the social part out there. Uh, on the social part, you can do everything from sharing pictures, uh, uh, links, anything. You also have the ability to like, dislike, sympathize, and we added that because we wanted to give the user control over their posts. You know, if your pet dies or something like that, you don't want somebody liking your post. You know, you put sympathy. So we added these buttons in accordance to the users. Uh, we also have filters chat, group chat, everything within one application. And uh, we're working on the e-commerce part. So you're going to be able to buy and sell anything using the application too. So that's uh, that's pretty much what a pen me is right now. And uh, you can reach me at, uh, you can either, when you sign up on the application, you can find me there, look me up uh, as uh, Enrico, E-N-R-R-I-C-O. And uh that's how you can connect with me. I also have a profile on LinkedIn. We have a page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just type a pen me and you'll see us pop up. So that's pretty much how you can get a hold of me. Very cool. Hey, I I very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time and making the time. Thank you so much. And thank you to your audience for listening. <laughs> Hey, I hope you absolutely love that conversation. I just want you to know that as we're going into this next year, we can absolutely help no matter where you're at. And one of the one of the biggest one of the biggest things that we we teach people that we work with either one-on-one or in our programs or classes or courses is that when you're just consuming information. That's fine if you're doing it for the purposes of entertainment. However, if you're doing it to actually help, then that means that you have to apply the information that you've learned. So we absolutely love you taking the time and making the time to listen to the podcast. Absolutely love it. This wouldn't happen without it. Wouldn't happen without it at all. So really, really appreciate that. And I want to be able to give back to you and that means that we want to be able to teach you to apply all the stuff that you've learned by, by listening to our episodes and, and everything else. So the best way that we can do that is for you to be able to reach out to us and tell us a little bit about your situation. And then we can line you up with the best way that we can, we can be of help to you. And I have no idea what that looks like. It might be it might be, you know, having you work with one of our, one of our coaches, one of our career coaches, like Lisa, who's been on the podcast multiple times or Gia, or, you know, somebody, somebody else on our team. It might be, we don't have the right type of help for you and we need to point you in another direction. And we know somebody who can take care of you. It might be that it's, you know, through career change bootcamp or side biz MBA or our you know, coaching client, to career attraction, if you're starting a coaching business, but the, whatever it is, you know, we can't help unless you take, take action and are ready to actually apply the stuff that you've been learning. So in 2017, that's, that's what I want you to do to be able to kick this off. Right. So don't hesitate to, to reach out. And there's a number of ways that you can do that. But the very easiest way is just go to happy slash 
help. That's happentoyourcareer.com slash help. And fill out the form there. It'll ask you a few questions about your situation and we'll be able to help you make it happen. All right. Hey, thanks so much uh, for making the time, taking the time. Really, really appreciate it. Take a listen to what we've got coming up next week on Happy Your Career. I've always enjoyed writing. Even as a kid, I knew it was sort of something that was in me. And I've been working in communications since college for about for 10 years now in different capacities. Uh, doing, I was a TV news reporter and I worked as a TV news consultant and now I work in public relations, but I always stayed true to what I enjoyed, which was writing skills and communications. All right, all that and more. Go on over, get this stuff actually applied. Go to the happenyourcareer.com slash help form and happyyourcareer.com slash help and we will be able to help you get aligned with the with the best way that you can get moving forward in 2017 to make a massive change to your career and your life we'll see y'all then all right i'm out adios mm-hmm.